In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. Monday. Time to get up and go to work on a Monday. How you guys feeling out there? Have a good weekend? I know I did. What a beautiful weekend and a, a beautiful holiday, right? Pop off some fireworks, celebrate the birth of a nation. What better way to come up with some... I, new ideas and on the birthday right on the birthday of our founding the founding of a country of rebels the founding of a country of people that had had enough right that's what we celebrate and in that spirit i was thinking to myself maybe it's time to have some new ideas not necessarily new ideas but maybe redefine some old ideas. It seems to me there's a, a lot of talk about racism right now. And it's, there's a lot of racism in the world without a doubt, without a doubt. One of the problems I see with racism is that it just divides the very people that should be standing together. It's almost like it's a, it's a weapon wielded against working people. I'd written an article a while back that talked about where I work. There's all kinds of races. There's all kinds of genders. There's all kinds of sexual orientations. And each one of us is getting burned the same way. Yet we spend so much time fighting amongst each other, we don't take a few minutes to realize that it's not the guy next to you, it's not the woman next to you, it's not because they have a different color skin, but it's, a, it's the people at the top figuring out, look, we can't let all the people on the bottom stand together because if they stand united, then we fall. 
So in that spirit, I had this idea, like what if we redefined racism? You know, we, we, we always define racism as different colored people. But what if we defined races as different like different sectors or different levels of people. You know what I mean by that? What if instead of there being like a black race and a white race and a brown race and a yellow race and a red race, what if there was like a working race? What if there was a race of people that just wanted to get up, go to work, work hard, come home and be with their family? A race of people that don't want anything for free they just want a fair deal because I think the majority of us are in that race that's our race but then there's this other race there's this race of financial wizardry where these people just want to take their big gobs of money and move it from A to B and make money off that transaction they don't want to work They don't want to build anything. They just want to move their money around and skim their 15% off the top. And the amounts of money they are moving are so vast, it's like a big magnet. And they take their big magnet and they move their magnet from A to B and that big magnet pulls some of your money off off the top. And now you have a little bit less. And then pull some money off the guy next to you. And he has a little bit less. And now their big gob of money has even more. They've they've come up with these abstract ideas. These abstract financial vehicles that just move money. They don't even do anything. And the bigger they get, the more successful they get. And when they get in trouble, they pass these laws like too big to fail. Or... buy back your stock or have the lobbyist write the bill see I I think in that case the working race should be racist against the financial race I think that's a form of racism everybody could get behind you see by redefining what that word means we could use it to our advantage to build a better system. Because let's face it, some people in some parts of the country, they don't even have a chance. I mean, you don't get to pick who your parents are. You don't get to pick where you're born in this world. You don't get to pick what color your skin is. But you do get to pick how hard you work. And if you work your tail off and you make it up pretty high, you do have the opportunity to choose, hey, do I want to participate in this game of moving money around where I don't have to work and I can just steal other people's money? And if you choose to do that, then you're a piece of shit. Then the the world should hate you. You should be forced to look at the destruction that you're causing. Do you guys remember when 
when I was growing up, there was a commercial that would come on TV. And it was uh, this girl, Sally Struthers. And it was, it was advertising, sponsoring young, young people or families in third world countries. And it was like, if you kick in 50 cents a week, that can help little Billy over here get braces. That can help a family of four have clean water for a week. And if you kick in your 50 cents and you, you do it for a year, we will send you a report card that says all the good your money's doing for people. I don't know if it was a scam or what. However, it was, it was an idea that, hey, everybody can help out these other people down here. And they did. They'd send you a little report card and it would show you what the family's doing. The reason I bring it up is, like, I think anybody who is involved in these money-changing, I move my money around and get paid to do it scams, I think all those people that are part of that class, they should be sent a photograph of someone that can't get braces, of someone that can't have clean drinking water. And they should be... Once a month, they can be reminded of all the destruction that their horrible financial vehicle is doing. And then they can have a nice note at the end that says, well, at least you made your 8%. I think the media is playing such a corrosive role in transforming society. You know, it brings me to my next thought that This is kind of a scary one for me. If you look at the methodologies we use to invade other countries, whether it's covert or overt, you know, before we go into Afghanistan, before we went into Iraq, before we go into South America, before we go into North Korea, do you guys know the number, the first thing that you do to a country before you attack it? You guys know what that is? Think about, the fi- think about the strategy all nations do before they attack it. Did you think of it? They weaken them financially. They put sanctions on them. They try to devalue the currency. Because when you can do that, you can, de- you can delegitimize and devalue the morale of that population. And it's something that's slowly done over time. Right? Very subtle. Like a light drizzle. Like a, a, a really slow, consistent snowstorm. Just light little flakes that cover the ground. But they do it for so long that it penetrates the ground and it saturates it. How long has this financial crisis been going on? Right? The intervals between crashes have gotten shorter and shorter and shorter. The printing has gotten more and more and more. The morale of the people is getting worse and worse and worse. The reason that's frightening to me is 
That's exactly what we do as a country before we invade somewhere. Now, I don't know if that means someone's going to invade us. But it, it definitely means that the signs are there. You know, another sign you can look at is, I'm not judging this, but if you, do you remember in Iraq when they tore down that big Saddam Hussein statue? Yeah, good riddance, right? Do you remember in communist China when Mao Zedong took over, the first thing they did is tear down all the statues. Same thing's happening in our country. I'm not making a statement. Like I, I, Probably some of those things shouldn't be up. I'm just making the case that there's a lot of similarities between countries that are about to be attacked. There's a, there's a, a lot of similarities in countries that are about to be crippled that are happening in our country right now. If you think about it, it's all like, look at the way our veterans are treated, right? Like, I know so many awesome people I work with. I have so many family members and, you know, I grew up by Camp Pendleton and now I live in Hawaii, which are two of the most amazing military bases. And like, I I talk to all my brothers, man. I talk to my, my family members and they are treated like complete garbage when they get back here. You know, my dad still suffers from Agent Orange. So many of my friends have like PTSD to the point where it's hard for them to function. And these guys try to go and get help and they're just, whether they're being told that they don't have something or there's not enough money for doctors to see them, whatever it is, it almost seems like there's people that don't want our soldiers to get better. It's like they don't want the veterans to come back here and be in good health. Like you could... There's plenty of evidence to support that theory that there's a conglomerate of people that don't want our soldiers coming back here to be healthy. Why would that be? Why would they not want our people coming back healthy? Could it be the same reason they're weakening the economy? Could it be the same reason that they're tearing down all the statues? You see what I'm saying? If you put those things all together... You can make the case that we're currently under like a soft attack right now. And then you factor in, you factor in all those factors and then look at what the media is just spilling. Like the media is just spilling garbage. Just these people hate these people. Hey, you can't go celebrate 4th of July, but you can protest over here. You know, there's so much negative and disinformation and propaganda coming out of the mainstream media that it's hard to believe it's not coordinated. And then you look, hey, how come, how come all these media companies are owned by a few people? Right? There used to be laws against that. 
more that you take a step back and look at the divisive tools being waged against the American people to fight one another, the more apparent it becomes that it's a it's an effort. It's a coordinated event. It's an attack. You know, there's a, not too long ago, there was a, there was a war fought against nationalism and globalism. You could argue that that war is still going on today. I would argue that war is still going on today. So many of our values have just been eroded. The family unit has been eroded. The idea of love has been eroded. The idea of justice has been eroded. Sometimes I wonder if I think that a lot of people agree about the level of police brutality is 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 heightened. And a lot of people are fearful of that. I think we're missing a major point though. Like what if we could focus the police brutality on the very people that are brutalizing the system? Right? No one wants the knee on the neck of George Floyd. But I don't think people would be too upset if the the knee was on the neck of the bankers. If the knee was on the neck of the politicians. And I think that the majority of police want to fight corruption. I think the majority of the people in uniform, they want to do what's right. They want to have a better world. They want to protect and serve. I think it's the, I think if we, the people can take back our brothers and sisters in the police force and say, hey, look, the criminals are down here. They're right down here on Wall Street. What if we could convince the police to arrest the very people that are responsible for the chaos of the system? I think the system would work if we could just take it back from the hands of corruption. I think we could do it by redefining some words in our language. What do you guys think? That's all we got for today. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Aloha. Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. 
the world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge. And I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now. And it's been so rewarding to me that I would just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better, your life will be better, and you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.